So our special guest today is Bo Johnson. Welcome to the show. Hello, thanks for having me. You're very welcome. So could you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started in writing? Oh, sure. Uh, so <laughs> funny story. When I was uh, 15, I bought my brother uh, Stephen King's Misery for his birthday. He's a younger brother and uh, he wouldn't read the book. So I said, screw it. I'm going to read it. And I've been hooked ever since. So I started writing in my teens, but then, you know, life gets in the way, you know, girls, bars, alcohol, my wife, my own kids. <laughs> and then when my youngest uh, turned, was almost two, I got back to writing. So I was probably about 34, 33. So, and I've been writing ever since. I'm 51 now. Fantastic. And have you got many books out? Uh, my sixth book just came out. Brilliant. So tell us about those books. Well, the first three books are short story collections uh, that revolve around a main character called Bishop Ryder. Uh, so it's Bishop Ryder stories alongside other unconnected tales. But my last three uh, novels are episodic novels, which deal exclusively with Bishop Ryder and his struggle, which is uh, he had his uh, sister and mother uh, murdered and by human traffickers. And he takes the law into his own hands. He's a he's a punisher archetype. He's a vigilante, for sure. Yeah. So what drew you to the horror genre? Well, I, I've i always uh, rode the line, I say, between crime and horror. I always said they're, they're like distant cousins. but Because uh, uh, he does hunt human monsters. But yeah. I don't know. There's something about uh, a bad guy chasing a worse person that, that does it for me. You know, I love that uh, my guy, he, he knows he's the bad guy. But... He can't help himself. He's doing it anyways, killing worse yeah. people. Yeah, well, people people can be monsters, can't they, in, in the worst ways? They can, that indeed, yeah. So walk us through the process of developing a story idea. Where do your ideas normally come from? Uh, I'm always a what-if guy. It has to be just, hey, what if I, why, why are those two guys throwing that guy in front of a train? Why are they throwing it? And, you know, that's where a story usually sparks from that. One day I was uh, driving to work and I was looking at this silo and I just envisioned two guys fighting on top of it. I'm like, well, why are they fighting on top of it? So it's usually like that. I don't, I'm not an outliner. I'm a pantser by nature. I just have to have a, an idea to spark and then I, I go from there. Sometimes I get the the back end, I get the end of the story and I work backwards. Sometimes I have the the first line. Once in a while, I, I'll get the middle and I'll branch out from both sides. But usually it's always a what if. So how does how would that work then if you sort of like got the end in and then you work your way backwards? Well, if I if I know that the guy's going to end up in a pizza oven or whatever, I, I, I'd work backwards from like, well, where's the pizza place? Who's involved? Right. And and I'd work from there. Yeah. If that's just an example. Right. Yeah. Like the, the silo story, it was uh, a father whose uh, uh, son had been or a uh, daughter had been uh, abducted and, and and murdered. And the, the guy gets out on a technicality and he chases them down to his own farm and uh, sacrifices his own life to kill this guy. And, that was how it worked back yeah. from there. Fantastic. So were any of your characters or plots inspired by your own experiences or fears? Uh, well, I can't say that, that they have. You know, I, I do. I uh, Sometimes I hate parts of this world that, that it does what it does. And 
you know, the law holds us back. I've always said if I did what my characters did, I would lose my family because they throw me in jail. But yeah. my own little part that I do is uh, I uh, create it through fiction. I try and stand up against it. Well, that's one way of dealing, dealing with things and doing your own therapy, I suppose, putting it down on paper. For sure, yes. Story or a scene that you've ever had to write, and why was it challenging? Well, it's not just anyone scene. I mean, I'm six books in now. There's a 127 Bishop Rider stories, and, and there's always there's always a death in a Bishop Rider story. But 127 stories, you there's only so many ways you can kill a person. So I try to keep yeah. it new and interesting. But I must say, this deep into the narrative, it uh. It's it, it proves difficult to to find new and interesting ways. Uh, I have uh, once in a while double dipped and went back to an old kill, but you can't do it very often, or it just becomes too repetitive. Yeah, is is there anything that you've ever thought mm, I've gone a bit too far there? Uh, well, yeah, but I use that. I, I tell a writer's story from uh, multiple points of view. And I have this unnamed narrator, and he's always like, "Are we over the top? Are we a Bond villain?" And so it's nice that I can attack it that way to like to poke fun at myself. Like I know, like we're using a, a great white shark here, but you know what? I have the money. I'm gonna do it. Fantastic. I don't think there is a point where it goes too far. There is a really in horror. Everything's sort of like on the table. Right now, I try. I try not to be a too gratuitous, right? I, 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 I am still in horror, but you don't need everything up in your face. There's yeah. something for uh, uh, less is more, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay, so what's one? What is the most popular book that you've got, and how do you think that's gone down with the readers, and why? I could not tell you. I can tell you this. Book my my most popular book to date, I think, uh, was my third book, All of Them to Burn. I don't know what it is, but people dig that book. But then this new book that came out two weeks ago, uh, it has gone to number one in hot new releases on Amazon, and I'm so thankful. I don't know why it happened, but I'm trying okay. to write it as best I can. Fantastic. It has been in the top ten for the last eight days. That's brilliant! Congratulations. Oh, thank you. So have you got any memorable reactions from your readers that stand out to you? Uh, well, I'm Canadian, so, you know, we have this sort of this, <laughs> I don't know what it, the idea that we're uh, uh, nice people, which we are. You know, there's a lot of nice people in this world. But <laughs> when some people read my stuff, they're like, you're Canadian? I thought you were... <laughs> a nice person i'm like well it's only fiction it's not me in real life so i think that's a testament to uh, i'm doing my job as, as a narrator fantastic so have you got any exciting projects that you're currently working on that you can share with us uh well i i could i'm always working on something but uh i have this idea for a seventh book called like-minded individuals and it uh, takes place right after or during the Abram Files, this book that just came out. So we'll see what happens. I've always written my stories out of sequence. So uh, which is, you know, to say that <clears throat> I'm not giving you the story uh, in order or linear. So yeah. there's always room to fill in the gaps. Any story that I write can uh, <clears throat> provide a sequel or a, 
my prequel. And uh, it's just the way I write. I write a little different than everyone else, but I've made it work so far. And with the Abram Files, I, I don't know what it is, but people are liking it. This is, the, I mean, everybody's got their own uniqueness, haven't they, uh, when they're writing? Books. Oh, that's what I say. I, I love it how they say that uh, all the stories have been told. They just haven't been told in your voice. Yeah, our voice yeah. gives it the uniqueness. That's right. So what advice would you give for aspiring writers who want to break into the horror genre? Don't give up. I gave up I, about a year and a half ago, almost two years, I, I quit. And some very nice people uh, changed my mind. And being right here right now, I'm so fortunate they did. Yeah. Can you go into why they, why you decided you were wanting to quit? Uh, yeah, I just, it was more a heartbreak. I, I couldn't reach the audience that I wanted to. And no, I'm not owed anything. Owed anything. I, I don't want people to think that, but it's just yeah. putting in all the years. And, and then uh, I write a book that I think is the best book I've ever written, which is my fourth book. And it just tanks. Uh, I just, that was it. I, I was done, but I'd already written my fifth book. So I knew I was going to do it. And I should say, I should uh, refrain or go back, backtrack. I wasn't ever going to quit writing. I was going to quit publishing. And that's what I yeah. did. But then uh, like I was talked out of it. And like I said, being here now with the Abram files, doing the numbers that it is, I, uh, <laughs> I'm so fortunate that I, that I listened. It's hard though, isn't it? As a, as an author, you, you've got so much to do and there's so much competition. Um, it is hard to get out there. There's a lot of people who think that writing is so easy and getting things published, we're going to make lots of money. But it's it's not always the case. It's very hard. Oh, I agree. And like you know, when you don't have a marketing budget, you don't have an agent. You're you know, you're so you're so stymied. And I've always said I've written for myself first. But if I can't, you know, keep myself entertained, how am I going to entertain a reader? But I do write for my readers too. Like, and I, I'd be lying if I said there's not a little bit of validation involved here with with the Abram files. You know, I'm not saying it's yeah. all of it, but it's just I can't deny that it's there as well. Yeah, it's it's kind of like a heart, as you said, it's like a heartbreak, isn't it? It was at the yes, it was yes. So where can we find your books? Uh, well, Amazon everywhere. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> Down and Out Books is my publisher. Uh, and they have a, a store too. Um, and uh, at one time I was in Barnes and Nobles, but I'm not sure if I'm there anymore. But I'm on Twitter, uh, Bo Johnson 44, Facebook, uh, Instagram, uh, TikTok, Bo Johnson 44. Yeah. All the all the haunts. Fantastic. That's wonderful. Well, thank you very much, both for being on the show. It's been lovely having you here, and I hope the books continue to do well for you. Crystal, thank you very much for reaching out and having me on. It's, it's been wonderful. Thank you. You're very